Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. I've been a dating coach for over 10 years now. And what do you think is the most common request that I receive from my clients? Damien, how do I get laid more? Damien, how do I get sex as quickly as humanly possible with something that isn't my own hand? Yes, of course, this shouldn't be a surprise to you. I work with guys and surprise, surprise, guys want to get laid. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's perfectly natural for guys to want to have slept with a variety of different women before they take the plunge and settle down with just one, assuming that's what you personally want. So of course, many guys get fixated on trying to achieve a one-night stand or casual sex relationships. But did you know, for 80% of you watching right now, that is the completely wrong strategy and is more likely to lead you to getting frustrated and leaving the world of trying to learn to attract women much more than it's likely to lead you to get any kind of success at all. To find out why this is the case, keep watching this video. Before I go on with this video, I just want to remind you about my Sincere Seduction online program. It's an online training system to teach guys every step of the way from meeting, attracting, sexually escalating, and creating long-term relationships or casual sex relationships with women. It's over 20 hours of content, and not only do I talk about the practical aspects to attracting women, I also talk about how to develop yourself as a man, your self-development, building your confidence, building your self-esteem, reducing your shame and insecurity around sex and sexuality, and admitting what you want from women. It's a massive program, and I'm going to hold your hand every step of the way. I'm running a really special offer just for the next week, so if you're interested to find out more, go ahead and check the link up here or down in the comments below. So with that out of the way, let's get going with today's video. And to begin, I want you to picture an imaginary student named Andrew. Now, Andrew is 31 years old, and he doesn't have a massive amount of experience with women, but he does have some. He's had two girlfriends in the past, both of whom he met through friends of friends at a party. And he has also been in a couple of Tinder dates in the past, but none of them have gone anywhere interesting. So what Andrew really wants to know is what is he doing wrong in these interactions? The other big feature about Andrew that I think many of you will relate to is Andrew has realized he doesn't want to settle down in a relationship. He does ultimately want a long-term relationship, but right now he doesn't want to settle down. He wants to experience what it's like to be single and have fun and just date and meet lots of women and live that fun lifestyle first rather than become like a 45-year-old guy in a long-term relationship always wondering what it would have been like once upon a time. Now, I take Andrew out for his first practical session. We sit down for a while. I get to know him for a little bit, find out what he really wants to work on. And sure enough, I start getting him talking to women. I join him in a couple of interactions. I watch him in a few more. And he's very nervous to start. That's pretty normal for a guy like Andrew. But by the end, Andrew is feeling really good about himself. He's approaching women without me having to push him very hard. His conversations are starting to go for a good long time. Women seem to be responding to him quite nicely. He even gets a couple of numbers, which is great for his very first session. And so Andrew's feeling pretty chuffed. During that week, however, those numbers, none, neither of the girls respond to him at all. This is really common because after all, getting a number is step one. Getting a number from a girl who actually wants to date you is another level along the skill. 
you know, the skill levels, right? So Andrew comes out with me the next week and he says to me, Damien, I, my last week was great. My conversation skills are really coming along. Those numbers did flake, however. So this week, what I want to do is I'm going to work on my sexual escalation because I want those numbers to get further. So I want to get those women better locked in. So I'm going to sexually escalate with them and hopefully those numbers will turn to dates. Now, as a guy who is a dating coach and my favorite topic in the whole world is sexual escalation, part of me gets really excited by this, right? Yippee, I get to work on sexual escalation. But actually, Andrew is making one of the biggest and most common mistakes guys make when they're trying to learn how to attract and date women, especially when they're trying to learn how to reduce their flake rates with girls. And so the mistake is this. We, th- we assume, which is a normal enough thing to do because it's a, it's, it works for most parts of humanity and, and, and understanding other humans. We assume that women behave the same way we do, that women react the same way we do. And, and, and what I mean by this is, imagine you go to a bar and you see a woman who is, she's not super hot or anything, she's okay. Like, you know, you're not convinced you find her hot yet. But that woman comes up to you and she starts flirting and she starts kind of touching you like she's like, ah, oh, she touches you on the chest and she plays with her hair and she's really flirty and like super flirty and, and a little bit sexually forward. All of a sudden, I'm willing to bet you find that girl more attractive, right? Like you're like, oh, okay, no, like sex is on the table. No, no, this girl's suddenly become a bit cute. I'm willing to bet that's probably happened to you. It doesn't happen to every guy, but it happens to the large majority. And so we assume that women will feel the same way, right? She meets a guy and the guy starts like getting handsy with her, starts physically escalating, getting her all heated up. She's suddenly going to like him more and going to want to go on a date. That's where the problem lies. See, for a woman, if, if a woman meets a guy, if you meet a woman and she's like, eh, maybe, and then she starts touching you, you got to like her. If a woman meets a guy and she's like, eh, maybe, and he starts, not even touching, but, you know, sexually escalating somehow, verbally, physically, whatever it is, she's actually going to turn off him, not onto him, right? So what happens is you get sexually, you start sexually escalating too early, like at the wrong point in interaction where she isn't like a yes. Because if a woman sees a guy and she's like, yes, I like him. Yes, definitely, he's, he's my kind of guy. Then, yeah, then, then you can sexually escalate and she's going to like you more. Then that'll work. But it's not going to work when she's in the middle of the road. Lukewarm, maybe. And I've talked about maybes in previous videos. Highly recommend you go and check them out. But this is the problem because a lot of guys, and Andrew's a perfect example of this, he'll go to a bar, he'll go to a club, and he'll meet women. And the women are happy to talk to him because in their mind, he's a maybe. But he, he isn't good enough. His skill level isn't great enough to get him to a, a definite yes. And Andrew isn't a super hot guy who's getting a definite yes straight off the bat. That's fair. Really hot guys can get a super yes right off the bat. But Andrew isn't that guy. You're right. Andrew's getting maybes. And he needs to know how to convert those maybes into definite yeses. And so what's happening is a lot of guys, if, if, if Andrew didn't have my tutelage, he'd be going out, talking to these women, getting maybes. And then what he'd be doing is sexually escalating, turning those maybes into no's, <laughs> right? Rather than turning those maybes into yeses. Because the thing is that, you know, sexual escalation, it does complicate matters. It's not only that you know, if she's a maybe, you're going to turn her into a no. Sexual escalation is the kind of thing that requires a very large, uh, um, a very large amount of social skill. It really requires you to read her body language. Is she feeling comfortable or uncomfortable with this, right? Is she trying to change topic? Is she, right? It's really a large amount about reading her responses to you. And when guys are learning this stuff, they're really generally bad at reading a woman's responses. Oh, it's not even that they're bad. They've got so much on their mind. They're trying to think of so many aspects of the social interaction. They've got no mental space left to watch her body language. And I know it's, I, I know that's the reason because 
If I'm out with a group of students and I send one guy in and get the others to watch, they're generally really good at reading the woman's body language, right? But once they're in themselves, they're, they're rubbish at it. And that's the thing. You need the experience behind you to be good enough to sexually escalate consistently with talent in a way that won't make her feel awkward or weird and start to turn her off, even if she was a yes before you started. So if you're watching this video and you're thinking, okay, Damien, that's interesting. Does this apply to me? I think there are three questions that you've got to ask yourself. The first question is, how many numbers would you get on a night out? So if you're going out, let's say on a night or a day, that's fair. And if you're maybe getting one number, if that, on any given day or night when you go out to meet women, you shouldn't be sexually escalating, period, right? You should be waiting until you can get two or three numbers consistently on any day or night. Then you can start thinking about sexually escalating. But there's more questions you've got to ask before you do that. The second question is this. How many of those numbers will actually turn up for a date? Because think about this. It's one thing. If you're getting numbers, that's great. But if those numbers aren't converting to dates, it means none of them were at a yes. They were all at a maybe. And so and so that's a problem, right? Because if, if you're not getting any of the women at yeses, it's not the time to be sexually, escalate, sexually escalating yet. The third question you've got to ask is, how many of those first dates are turning into second dates? Because again, you know, if you're able to meet with a woman, but that first date, you can't, even if you take sexual escalation off the table, if you can't make her like you enough to want to meet you a second time, something is wrong. So the sexual escalation generally won't like make her like you more unless she really likes you already, in which case she's still going to want to see you for a second date. I mean, if you think about it, right, because I've coached women for a long time. I'll tell you something I've never heard women say before. I really liked that guy. He was interesting. He was funny. He was a, he was a little bit cute, um, but he didn't try to make out with me or get his hands under my shirt at the end of the first or second date. So I think I'm going to ditch him and date someone else. That's something that I've never heard expressed by a woman in my life. If she already really likes you, she's going to give you a little bit of leeway to the speed at which you try to sexually escalate with you, even if she'd like you to be a little quicker than you were. So yeah, the sexual escalation isn't going to hurt you by holding back for a little bit. Not at all. Now, if your dates tend to come from online dating, like your Tinder and your Bumble and whatnot, then really the big question is not how many of those Bumble, Bumble or Tinder girls are going to meet you in real life. It's how many of those first Bumble or Tinder dates turn into a second date. If you can't get that consistently happening, sexual escalation should be off the cards. It shouldn't be the skill set you're working on right now. You should be focused on other things like teasing, banter, uh, building rapport, basic social skills in your body language, how you dress, how you smell, all that stuff should be worked on first because she's not at a yes if she won't meet you a second time. Now, I've got to put a caveat in here just to be clear. You do not want to get stuck in the friend zone. Now, it, not being in the friend zone doesn't have to be about sexual escalation. And I, I'm not advocating you learn to be a woman's friend first and get stuck into all that trash. Getting friend zone tends to be because you're, there's not enough teasing and banter. You're not making fun of her. You're not giving a crap, right? And creating this push-pull vibe. The other thing you can do that, that will help you not get stuck in that friend zone is you've got to make clear that you are hitting on her, right? Giving a really well-phrased compliment, right? Or even stopping a woman if it's day game, stopping a woman and saying, hey, you know what? This is a little bit awkward, but I thought you were really cute and I had to come and say hello. I'm Damien. You know, these well-phrased compliments in here in the interaction, you know, um, you know, I find that, you know, I find it really cool that you've come here on an adventure all alone from a country, visiting a new country that you've never seen before, where you don't know anyone. I think that's, I think that's pretty sexy. A woman with that sense of adventure. I think that's really cool. High five. So that is what I'd call a really well-phrased 
compliment, and I go into this in my course at any rate, but that's a really well-phrased compliment that you should be using to ensure she knows you're hitting on her, right? But you don't need to be sexually escalating. You don't need to be trying to make out with her, trying to talk about, you know, all this sexual stuff with her. You don't need to go down that path yet, right? So you do that stuff so you don't end up in the friend zone because that's important. You don't want to be falling into that trap either because still, <laughs> you know, if you've got lots of girls who want to be your friend, that is not the time to be sexually escalating either. So yes, you've got to make sure that is clear, of course, at all times. Now, at the end of all my videos, I generally like to give away something for free, and today is no different. I have developed a highly detailed personality test for guys who want to find out what it is about their personality that affects the dating lives. Basically, your personality is relatively locked in stone, right? We've got certain traits about who we are that define our personalities, and different personalities, they tend to come up against different struggles and different difficulties when it comes to attracting women. So I highly recommend you take this free test right now and it's going to tell you at the end basically what the strengths and weaknesses are going to be to your personality set and what types of approaches you should have to attracting women that are going to best suit your personality and also best attract the kind of women that you're looking for. So go ahead and check that out. Again, I'll post a link up here and down in the comments below. That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care, and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.